love and goodness, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so today we go to the next letter. So last week we did uh, 13th letter. So now it's the 14th letter. We are really uh, over the second half already. Uh, Hebrew alphabet, which is called Nun, not Nana, Nun. Okay, so it looks like this in the cursive. Nun also has two forms, all right? There are only five alphabets in the, out of the 22 alphabets that has two forms. The rest only one form, okay? Two forms means yeah, Nun is one of the five letters that have a sophit or final form when at the end of a word. That means when the letter appears in the beginning of a word, it is uh, one form. And then when it appears at the end of a word, it looks a bit different. It's in a different form. Okay, So those letters are five of them. It starts from, what is that letter that has two forms? You all can, remember, can see that in the picture? You all can see the picture? Which letter? So in the beginning, that means... The one at the bottom, the second row, shows that this is the second form, all right, or the final form of the alphabet. So which letters starts to be, begin to have a uh, final form? What letter is that? Huh? The bottom, the, the, the letters that has the second row. Second row, another form, right? So which letter starts first to have a, a second form? What letter is that? The letter before Lamet. Ah, Kav. Okay. So Kav has two forms. Okay. The one at the top is the beginning form. All right. And the bottom one is the ending, which is the a final form. That means when calf appears at the end of a Hebrew word, it will appear in that form. If it if that letter appears in the beginning of a word, like keter, right, crown, right, then it will appear at the top, like a calf. Understand? Okay. So after that, you have the other. Mem. Uh, mem has two forms. What's the after? Then today we're going to learn noon. Okay, noon also have two forms and a few three 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 more letters. We will have the letter pay also have two forms and the ayin has two forms. That's all. Five out of the twenty two alphabets have two forms. The the first uh, beginning at the beginning of the word and one when it appears at the end of the word that letter it appears a little bit different. Okay. All right. Noon is the picture of humility. So you can see here, it's also a, a meaning of, uh, has a meaning of the faithful servant. Okay. It, it yet, at the, so you see this picture, the bent noon. Okay. So it has a curve at the top, the top is, is bent. bent. And, and then, then 
uh, how, am I having an echo with it? How come? Uh? Hey. Uh, no more already. I think just now uh, Ruth didn't mute herself. Oh, it's because of that. Okay. Oh, yeah. so let me come back. Thank you, uh, Rebecca. Okay. So the 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 noon is actually look like this, right? It's also bent. It's like the it speaks of sovereign instead of humbleness, bent over, it's a bent over faithful servant. Okay, highest description, who is the strongest of all a leader. And it's very close meaning to the letter Dalet. All right, Dalet is also bent and it's like uh, our human humanity, all right, and humility as well. So example is Moses, one of the greatest leaders, because this, the final form and the beginning form, the big beginning is humble. And at the end, it becomes straight. All right. The ending form of noon is very upright, very straight. Meaning, the meaning of it is in humility, the servant, right, leaning on Jesus, humble before the Lord. And what will happen is we receive his righteousness, we become upright, spiritual meaning. Understand? So that last, the final form of uh, noon is straight. The first form of noon is curved or bent. Also speak of humility. <clears throat> Hello, Jadis. Okay, so uh, Janice, tonight, 8, 8 p.m., right? Yeah, 8 p.m. Okay, good. Uh, okay, so if you can see this, the first picture, make it bigger for you, all right? Again, the, all the 22 alphabets and... It's no accident that God placed those alphabets in this order. Okay, so generally, the first uh, 12 alphabets speak of our rescue. Rescue from our redemption, right? From sin in this world. And then, the after from and the other 12, the other 13 from the, uh, Lamech onwards, speak about our race. All right, we are running a spiritual race on this earth. Okay, so you can, uh, we have already gone through that. How in all these alphabets talk about Jesus, right? Uh, what he did for us, how he redeemed us and saved us in each letter. So when it comes to the end of the 12 alphabets, is the word letter calf that we learned uh, two, two letters ago. Okay, and it has a final form, which is going down. So remember Hebrew letters, we write in English and all that, or other uh, languages, we write on the line. Hebrew letters, they hang on the line. Okay, So it's always below the line, and that, that is how it goes. So there are some that goes down. Okay? And the letter that goes down is calf. So it's talking about, at the end, from Aleph until Kaf is about Jesus' redemption, redemptive work for us. Okay, each letter 
it talks about God coming down to live and dwell with man and, right, and giving us and blessing us and so forth and being the doorway for us to enter the spiritual realm, right? So that's what you have been seeing in the first 12 letters. So going down, it speaks of the final one, the death of Jesus Christ at the cross, the burial, right? That letter also, the burial and the end of our old life. Then you have start for the next segment, okay, which is Lamech. Right, learning and teaching, but this one goes above the line. It is only letter that goes above the line and that points upward. Okay, so after it also speaks of after death, dying in Christ, there is a new life, resurrected life. Okay, resurrection life up together with Christ. That's why we look up, and from there, we also we learn, we begin to learn how to live this new resurrection life that Christ has given us, that we died, we have to go down, then now we rise up with him, how to live this life by learning from where? The word of God, all right? The Torah or, and the whole Bible, the word of God, what God said to us. That's how we learn because only the Bible will unfold or disclose the spiritual realm. Okay, there's no other book that will tell you how to live this heavenly life or this uh, kingdom of God life. Okay, only the Bible because it's inspired and given by God like a manual. We are human beings, right? Physical, living on this earth. We only know how to live by our five senses and our carnal mind, fleshly mind. We have no idea what this whole spiritual realm is all about. So understanding spirit, soul, and body realize that we are three-part beings. Okay? And Jesus came, when he came down to earth, he always tell them, I teach you the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven has come to you. It's always talking about the kingdom of heaven. But for them, because their eyes are blind to the spiritual things, they don't know what he's talking about most of the time until he died on the cross and finished his redemptive work. So. From Lamet starts the our race, our life. How do we live this life on this earth, which supernaturally? Okay, we have to follow the manual, right? Okay, so it starts with the letter Lamet, and the second letter was the, two weeks ago. We studied the letter Mem. Okay, so Lamet is learning from above. Okay, learning, uh, looking up to Holy Spirit as our teacher to God, learning about the whole kingdom of heaven that we are supposed to live his life, his heavenly life or spiritual life, supernatural life on this earth, in this physical body. And how does it start? Learn from where? The word of God. That's what the letter Mem means. The waters, okay? The water of the word. So Mem basically means the living word, the water of the word. And from there, it can expand to mean nations, okay? Abundance, the sea of Torah. It's, it's a lot, okay? God's word is so rich, so manifold, so supernatural, so bountiful. What is God's word? It's not the million dollars. <laughs> it's not, you know, all those things on this earth. It is. God's word, because everything else Jesus said will, on this earth will pass away. But only my word will not pass away. It's eternal. 
right? It's bountiful, it's life to us. So that's what mem represent. So it also, uh, last week I talked to you about mem as uh, the open and the close, okay? So it can also mean the concealed and revealed. Another meaning is also if we relate it to Christ, it is the finished work, concluded already. That's why close. Okay, so the mem at the end of letters is closed. It also has the meaning that it is finished. <laughs> okay, and Christ has finished the work. That's why the mem, the water or the word, closed already. Okay, finished. So today we go to the uh, next one. So it's the end or conclusion, right? The, for the letter mem. Okay. first to have an overall, overall picture first, yeah? <clears throat> so you can see the first 12 letters, then 13th letter onwards, our, our race, how to live this life on this earth. So the first thing we learn is teaching and learning. You need to be humble to look up, always learning, always humble to learn, okay? Because we have absolutely zero idea of how to live this life this new creation life, this newborn again life, all right? And all that we all talk about wisdom and all that, what is it, all right? It is how to live this life, supernaturally. That is called wisdom, okay? Not the wisdom of the world is try to, how to live, uh, overcome uh, poverty, overcome, you know, that's supposed to be wisdom, okay? But God's wisdom is only in his word and through his word is the wisdom of how to live his life, all right, you as, as God's child, as supernatural on this earth. And starts with the humble heart to always want to learn and learning, keep learning. And as you teach, he teach or who teach, you are learning as well. All right, because of the, the lament starts there. So it's not, okay, today I'm not Christian. I know how to live my life, but I'm already uh, 50 years old, <laughs> I eat more rice than you. You don't know how to live. You know how to live life on this earth, how to get a job or how to maintain a job, how to do a business, how to make millions. You may know, but you have absolutely, a person born again at that age has absolutely no idea of how to live God's life on this earth. You understand? Yeah, so that's why I said when a person... In the body may be very old, 20, 30, 40, 50 years old, but if they haven't received the Lord, they have no idea about the, living the spiritual life on this earth, the life that God meant us to live. And only way to know how to live this life is through learning His Word. So, Mem is all about the water of the Word. Water refreshes, water cleanses. So, how much you need water to survive and to live, basically live, because three days without water, you die already. So imagine three days without the word of God. Your spirit man is already being starved for three days, actually almost near dead. That is how serious it is in having God's word in our lives, or, or rather understanding and revelation of God's word. Can you see now? So it's not just thirsty drink. Huh? <laughs> it's the super urgent importance of 
as much as water is so important to the physical life, God's water or God's word is that important and even more important to our spirit life. All right, which will our spiritual life, if linked to God, if understand how to live this life, will manifest into the physical realm. For example, healing. You will live not only healed, but in divine health. But how? Okay, through the word of God, through learning God's word and understanding how this realm works and how you and me in Christ can live this life the way Jesus lived on this earth. Okay, so the next letter is the letter Nun. Okay, that we are going to go to now. Calf already talks about the, the letter calf already talks about going down. All right, uh, Jesus dying for us, going down into hell or hum, uh, going uh, uh, humbling. All right, then you have Lamet already go up. How come Nun go down again? All right, so let's see. So when we start this life from Lamet is teaching, learning from God, Holy Spirit, and the Word. Mem, very important for, for nations, for growth. You know, it's big to, to, big to, be, to, live, to live that abundant life, right? We need the water of the Word. And then the next one that we are learning today is Nun. So Nun also like going down. Okay, and then we have uh, going down, going up. Okay, next one. Come here back again, right? So you have Mem as the water of the word of God, which we learned last uh, two weeks ago. Close Mem, open Mem. Open Mem first. Close Mem is at the end of the letter. That is the conclusion. And so who concluded everything for us is Jesus, all right? The Messiah. So that's why on the cross, he already finished everything. And actually, in every daily life that we do, that we walk, it is already finished. Your redemption is finished. Your acceptance by God is finished. You don't have to try to be uh, accepted anymore. Your righteousness is completed already by Jesus. So how do we know all that? It's from the word. So many people still try to be acceptable to God by doing good. To try to... Uh, be righteous by our doing good or not doing good. Okay, that's why we, we, we like it's not complete like that. So Jesus died on the cross. Now we have to help him complete the work. <laughs> he already did it. You're all made holy. We're all made righteous. Okay, so the close man is in also from the word also depict all right, another area of Jesus, our Messiah. All right, man also is the first letter of the word Messiah. His savior. He, he didn't save us halfway. <laughs> okay? All the way he has already saved us. Uh, okay. Uh, if Piara is here, then you all can translate for him. Anyone can do those for him. Yeah. So you all notice. Okay, if he's not here, then no need. <laughs> all right. Since he's here, then you can do a bit so he can also follow a bit what's going on. Okay, so you can let him know, all right, so uh, to have a look at the WhatsApp. 
while we carry on. All right. So if you see him around, then translate. If he's not around, then no need because after that, he may not go in. Okay, next. Altogether, so with the two forms, we all, we all know that basically there are 22 alphabets or letters. But because five letters have two forms, so it means additional, we always still refer it as 22 alphabets. But, excuse me, letter forms, they're altogether 27, all right? Because five of the alphabets have two forms. A different form in the front, a different form at the back. Also, same as there are 27 books in the New Testament. So you can see the letter Nun, all right, is also speak of a going down. Jesus died on the cross, was buried. Three days later, he rose from the grave. He was seen by the disciples 40 days later. He ascended to heaven. I like this, uh, what this particular teacher uh, brought up about this aspect. Uh, which I've been sharing all this while, but now can see clearer through the Hebrew alphabets. What does it mean? All right. Jesus died on the cross and then he buried and then rose again, right? So everyone who believes in Jesus, we get born again. Then why? Born again already? Why not just go to heaven? <laughs> why still continue to live on this earth? Like still got trials, still got tribulations, still got problems in this world. And I like this uh, illustration of what uh, about Jesus. Although he rose from the grave, he was he was still he didn't ascend to heaven yet. But on he was here on this earth for forty days. Then only he ascended to heaven. And also forty is also a number of testing, trials, completion. Yeah. So when we receive the Lord, it speaks to us. This speaks to us and it's not, oh, okay, I received Jesus, pastor die, <laughs> pastor go heaven and escape all the, you know, the going through in this, the journey of this world. No, 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 no. That's not God's purpose. Okay. So we still have, after receiving the Lord, a time on this earth to live for him. All right. And we will know, won't know how to live for him. I mean, like, to overcome. Remember, I shared about overcoming. Yeah, the one who get all the rewards in heaven are the overcomers. So what is there to overcome if you don't have a life that is have a lot of uh, problems in this world or obstacles or challenges? So you will, everybody has to go through these challenges because of sin. But you as a new creation, we as a new creation in Christ have the power to overcome, right? So it's not just blessing, blessing, which is good, right? Which is God's will for us. But how you overcome temptations, right? How you are able to help others to overcome them. A life of faith. So the second half of our life is all a life of faith. That means believing God in His Word and living by His Word, okay? In Him we live and move and our being is actually in His Word, okay? So it is no feeling kind of thing. Right, but it is his word. His word is the substance for our lives. So when people are saying, oh, something bad is going to happen, or you know, will you be losing your, your job or anything? You are able to overcome that fear of losing job, that fear of 
oh, maybe will die of cancer or will die of this sickness. You are overcomers. How? By God's word that says, no, you won't die, <laughs> but you will live. You know where's the verse. All right. And then what? That you will not lose money because God faithfulness. All right. As we follow his word, he will continue to, we will continue to be blessed financially as well as spiritually every area of our life. All right, because Jesus died on the cross, there was a divine exchange. He became poor so that we might become rich in this world. That means we won't be in poor, poor or poverty. So this life that we live is part and parcel of God's will. All right, and then if you don't understand this, many Christians go through and then got problems. They will say, why God, you put me here on this earth. Just take me. We heard Christians always you know moan like that they don't understand right just they didn't start properly all right in their spiritual life so in the end they'll be complaining to god take me take me i don't want to live this life really it's so suffering but actually right that is a purpose okay where we can live the rest of our life before we go to heaven as overcomers okay and the world can see that jesus is alive god is alive Okay, so here, a little bit understanding of this noon, right? We still, after resurrection life, right? Baptism, go under the water, the old life is dead, and then we have a new life, we go down, all right? But in order to go up, because noon also is the bent noon, speaks about humility again. So this whole life on this earth starts with humility, humbling ourselves, all right? To submit to God, to go down. In order to go up, we overcome by going down. So we overcome by humbling ourselves. We over, overcome our fears by humbling to what God's word say. Okay, but not trying to overcome our own strength by saying God's word say like this by relying on Him, trusting Him. All right, in like uh, overcome the fear of poverty or not enough. How by humbling ourselves to God's word say that he has we depend on him by our tithing our giving by our tithing we are saying god i trust you i'm humbling myself to depend on you not on my ability to make money but on your that you are my god all right and you can uh, i'm trusting you for my life whatever expenses or that i need on this earth i am trusting you that is our tithing. So then we overcome. No more fear already because we are trusting our God. Then there's an aspect, all right, in this walk or this journey on this earth, you will find there is a death. I die, we die daily to ourselves. Paul says, we, I die daily. So what's that? There is dying of the flesh, okay? Our desires, our uh fleshly desires, our senses, right? We want to um, follow what our body wants or our view, our physical uh, person wants, right? So we die to that. So like want to uh, minister to someone and say, ah, yeah, I'm so tired already. Lah. Don't ask me to go and pray for anyone. Don't ask me to, to, to do something because the body has other things to do. Okay, so that is a dying to our self and say lord the galatians 2 20 some of you know the scripture right what is galatians 2 20 
as Galatians 2.20. <laughs> it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. What is that? You're still living, ma? Is that I referring to your physical body? No, it's no longer I who lives. It's about your flesh. Okay, the desires of your flesh. I don't live anymore. What I want, what I, you know, uh, choose, no more. But Christ who lives in me, that means it's now all about Christ. Christ is basically, how do we know him? Through his word. Christ's word now lives in me. That means what God said. And the life that I live, I live how? Paul says, I live the victorious life, the overcoming life. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So how are you going to live this life? His faithfulness, all right? Noon has a meaning also of the faithful servant. First, Jesus being that faithful servant, all right? That he will never leave you. He's faithful to us. Whatever he say, he will do. That's faithfulness. So how do you live? Dependency on him. What he say in his word, he is faithful to do. Okay? So, but that has an earlier part of we are dead. So it has two, two things. First, to realize in the spiritual that we already died, which is the old man died. Our old desires, our desires maybe before knowing Jesus was to do this and do that and so forth. But when coming to know Jesus, that one died already. I don't have any more desire for anything in this world. But my only desire now is to serve him to do what he wants, the purpose that he wants in my life. That is the meaning of Galatians 2.20. All right? And how are you going to live this, this way? Because every day you're faced with temptations in this world that pull you this side, pull you that side. And that's where we realize, that's when we, after realizing that there's an exchange, okay, a new life coming out from us through Christ, we also can make a decision from our heart, the new heart, spirit man, okay? That I die daily. God, I, this time is my sleeping time, but I choose to go and minister to someone, <laughs> okay? So you begin to make that decision out of his love, his grace, his faithfulness. Again, not our, not, not our own ability or nothing to uh, really... That's why in Corinthians, it says that in the end, there's nothing to boast about because all is given by him. All right. Even the ability to make a wise decision, it comes from him. He gave us the ability and the faith. Yeah. It is like a very thin line. But as you grow in your life, you will realize that everything is really given by him. Everything in our life, not only physical things, choices that we make. At the end, we just thank God that you know we were able to make that good decision or that right decision. Yeah, that is called the humbling part. All right, that's where God will bring us to see that life itself comes from Him. Yeah, He is there. He is the one who will and purpose. Uh, Philippians two thirteen, right. Even doing his will, it is he who gave us the power to do his will. 
Okay, that may sound a little bit uh, un, uh, cannot understand much, but as you go through the life, because Jesus loves you, God loves you, He will allow you to go through. You'll find uh, this becoming more and more real and easy to understand. So the noon also means to. So we learn to give up. Oh, I didn't see this. We learn to give up selfish desires. So it's not a law that says not in law, not a lawful manner. Thou shalt give up your Isaac, <laughs> your idol, your selfish desires. But it's understanding how much he loved us, how much Jesus gave himself up for us. Most Christians find it difficult to give up because they don't realize exactly how much Jesus has given up for us. In the Hebrew letters, we learn in more in, in depth, right, of how Jesus, being the King of Kings, left heaven's throne for us you and me okay but it is not just like oh what today i got it already no it's a whole journey that bring us to more and more see the wonderful love of our father all right of jesus himself that why want to giving up is actually not a, a difficult thing Give, tithing is not a difficult thing giving up our time because everything belongs to him so this is, can be a head knowledge thing, right? Because we are Christians, we are used to saying all these nice things. <laughs> okay, my life belongs to him and all that. But there is real meaning in it. And sometimes if God sees you, uh, you know, wants to do something in your life, he will allow you to go through a testing of that statement. Really? Your life belongs to him? It means your 24 hours is his. <laughs> Everything we do is his. Ah. You think deeply, it may not be so yet, right? But God still don't condemn us. He still loves us. Even when we are not able to give up to him, he's still loving you. Still slowly, patiently drawing to yourself. But to the minister, to the one whom he has called to serve him, this testing or dealing will be more uh, stronger. Okay? To, because you are already called. So he will start to talk to you about these areas, but mainly start from learning God's word, what he has done for you. Okay, because God also don't want us to give up things just for the sake of giving up by, by being looking you're very holy. Okay, oh, I'm a, a pastor, oh, I'm a leader, so I have to, I'm giving up my time for Jesus. It also amounts to nothing. Okay, but he sees where God looks at our heart. Yeah. So everybody may see, okay, this, this uh, leader or this pastor, you know, give, give up a lot of things for Jesus, for the Lord. Wow, he's so spiritual. And God may see that as a, no, he didn't give up anything for me because it's not the physical. God sees the heart. All right. It's the heart. If ever there's anything to give up, right, it's from your heart between you and God. The whole thing is a fellowship, just like tithing is a fellowship. So if you don't have a, a relationship with God, you cannot tithe. You cannot ask someone who don't understand relationship to tithe. Right? It will be like lawful thing. It's not law, but to him, I don't know who, who God is yet. Why well, you ask me to give him 10%? Okay? That is a relationship. It comes up from a relationship. He owns me. Then 
I'm able to do that. Okay, so it's no more do's and don'ts. But this journey easier to to live if we understand uh, more. So the Hebrew letters help us to understand all this. So noon, right? Going down that means humbling ourselves in a way, dying to our selfish nature. It also it means to continue to propagate, which is, means to multiply, to increase. So when we decrease, when we choose to die to ourselves, selfish desires and whatever we want and don't want, right? God's plan is uh, in God's power in us brings increase in our lives. It's just like a container, right? So a container of uh, whatever water you have. If you're still, the water is still there of our own thinking, our own desires is still in the container. We cannot pour in new water, right? We have dead water in our cup. In order to have new water, living water, in the net, in the in this example, we have to pour out the old water. Then only God can fill us with the new water. So this is actually emptying ourselves, right? When we go down, when we humble, and we empty ourselves of all our flesh desires, God is able to increase and pour out His abundance into our lives. Increase of wisdom, right? Multiplication, blessing, all every area. Without me, you can do nothing. So this part, John 15, 5, clearly says that in this noon, which we will uh, explain a bit more, the meaning, it's about uh, life, okay, new life, and depending on Christ. This new life born from Him and all the way depend on Him, okay? Not depend on our all uh, wisdom of how we used to live this life. Totally, 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 totally different. <laughs> okay, the God's life, spiritual life, is not even near, the wisdom of God is not even near to the wisdom of man. Cannot be. Okay, so for how, how do we know that? The more we dig into God's word and his wisdom, we will see it's totally different okay so with and that our this life depend all upon him jesus said without me you can do nothing i am the vine you are the branches right we can do something nothing that's why i teach you all about punctuality and all that right <laughs> to to understand uh to recognize that words is meant whatever said whatever god say he means it to be observant of words okay i remember uh, brother john and shalom was so cute right the next day uh, th they were still here on monday right after the holy spirit party so we had an appointment at 12 o'clock we had to come to my door and we go for lunch first and then what 12 sharp maybe a few minutes before they all i opened the door they also opened the door same time then uncle john joked Pastor teach us already because we had a dinner the other day <laughs> and we're talking about why why I need to be punctual, right? So 
Then he said, pastor teaches already to be punctual. So right on the top, they were there at my gate. Very cute. He's really a very fun uh, person, uh, John. So we don't realize what God say, what Jesus, the Bible say, because if you, you probably have read this verse before, John 15, 5. Do you really get it? Now you can see, right? When you pay attention to words, then you pay attention to God's word also. And God, Jesus said, you can do nothing. But all along we live our life, we can do everything. <laughs> we can do something and we never consult God, right? <laughs> but we kept on doing a lot of things. But Jesus said, without me, you do nothing. This ministry, I cannot do anything without him. You cannot do any. Oh, that's what Jesus said. That means what? What do you mean by without him? That means without his counsel, without his word, without looking at his word, without learning his word, right? The lament. We actually cannot achieve anything in this life, right? The Bible, uh, Paul says in Corinthians, right? At the end, all our works, whatever we do, right? When we face the Lord, it will be burned with fire. If it is from built on wood, hay, and stubble, can you imagine? You say, I did this for you, you know, Lord, I do this ministry for you. I did this for you. So forth, so forth, so many things. And then come to God, burn. <laughs> then another one, burn. So at the end, the record got nothing. <laughs> they say, why got nothing? It's also in the Bible, right? Matthew says, you know, hey, you know, I visit the prison, you know, I did this and did that. Then Jesus said, no. <laughs> no. So why no? Okay, in Corinthian, Paul explained. That's why we need to know the word, right? Those are, if anything is done from our own flesh, without consulting him, without following the flow of the spirit, we just choose ourselves. I want to go here, I'll go there, I'll do this, and do that. It is all from the flesh. All right, and God not recorded. <laughs> okay, so if fire will burn it, right? The fire will bring, so what is done from the spirit out of his agape love, out of uh, the leading of his Holy Spirit, really know that this is what God wants to do, then that is counted. So hey, imagine a lot of things we have done that amounts to nothing. Exactly what Jesus said, because we never consult him, meaning because Jesus is not going to sit in the bedroom or the main hall and, and then we go there and consult him, right? Has he ever appeared to anyone like that? <laughs> Physical form. <laughs> you know, sit inside your room. And then, okay, now, 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 you can go to Jesus. So much easier, isn't it? Because we're also physical uh, ruled by five senses. I need to see Jesus sit there. He need to appear before me. Then he need to tell me something that I do. Today, no more. Today, he already revealed all his will, his purposes and plans for our life through his word. Yeah, so we just need to go into his word and we have the Holy Spirit to help us to understand what he say, that whatever we do from our heart, from according to his word, where it is not clear, then according to his word from Holy Spirit, he will speak to us. Okay, so we just don't simply do anything because Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. All right. To every branch that bears fruit, God prunes so that it may bear 
more fruit. Now remember, this second half of the alphabets is talking about our race on this earth, our life, all right, our journey. So when it starts with looking up, Jesus as our teacher, the word, Holy Spirit, and then ma'am, all about from the word, God's word, not other people's word, God's word. Okay, Every branch and then living the overcoming life. Okay, the 40 days that Jesus was still on earth shows that not straight away ascend to heaven. Okay, there is a life there to live for Jesus by his spirit with the wisdom from his word on this earth. Every branch that bears fruit got pruned. So, which means so that it may bear more fruit. So, we are married to Jesus. We are like a tree, right? Married to him, we will bear fruits. You have the fruits of the spirit. Now, before a tree can bear a lot, a lot of good fruits, what happened? They have to, the farmer need to prune, right? Some parts have to cut it off. Okay, so this is not about law or grace. This is what, how God deals with our lives. Okay, receiving his love, his grace and everything. And how do we mature? This plant is to grow, to bear fruit. So maturity is not uh, how much you know the word of God uh, uh, or how much... Uh, how anointed you are, maturity is based on fruit bearing. All right, the life of Jesus, the fruits of the Lord coming out that people can eat. Delicious food, fruit, good fruit, big fruits, or what? Okay, so, but in order for fruits to bear fruits, there will be pruning. Prune, that means some cutting off, okay, where God will correct us, whether it be through uh, pastors or whatever, okay? or through the word himself but because we are from this uh, living in this world so much so God set in his in his wisdom all right pastors leaders to help us okay so uh, uh, here I might as well uh, uh, make it clear all right as a pastor I do not discipline you all <laughs> okay discipline means that i punish you all okay so okay the the, the, the head pastor discipline okay so uh, okay today stay home uh, uh, uh do extra hours uh, what, what do you call the detention okay and all that i don't discipline you all right but i help you all i correct you guys to help you to be disciplined a lot of difference huh i correct sometimes okay some of y'all so that y'all can be more disciplined in your lives pruning okay this is the pruning okay not the punishment okay but just to prune to god prune by using sometimes people to help you okay and someone who love you will correct you okay disciplining is a very serious action in the bible okay uh, so that is another aspect. So here, correcting a little bit here and there is not disciplining. It's just helping everyone to be disciplined. Because Jesus said what? Go preach the gospel and make disciples, right? So there's a second part of the Great Commission. First part, a lot of people can do. Go preach the gospel. Second part is not easy. Making another disciple. I mean, someone who will be exactly like you, who will, you know, follow Jesus, giving 100% of their life to him, to serve him. 
uh, that is not easy. <laughs> okay, yeah, because it's like from a baby growing them to maturity, so that they too can go into the world and save souls and make another disciple who will do that. That's what the twelve disciples did. Okay, a growing process. So during the growing process, not babies. Babies, I tell you one thousand times, cannot go out and fight. <laughs> cannot go out. Okay, because they go out. Eh? Okay, okay. I want to go. Somebody said something back. Oh, come back. Eh? I don't want to do ready. <laughs> I want to be a sleeping partner. <laughs> Sleep one. Okay, because babies got no strength. Babies got no bones. Babies got no wisdom. Spiritual babies, right? So here is to help everyone grow up. Okay, so that they are able to do the work of Jesus, which is someone is won't be happy, which is the enemy. So we also know how to do deal with that. A baby doesn't, all right? So there is the pruning in our life. If I don't tell you this, then well, that's why many believers come in very happy. I received Jesus already, and then the pastor tells them, okay, now all blessing. It's not that. It's all blessing. Then it's, after a while, we find, hey, I got problem one huh? <laughs> to deal with. Why so and so, you know, I feel like this, I feel like that. And sometimes they just become a, what you call church goer. Just attend church only. Just to, for, for the guilty conscience. And they are, cannot, you know, be the servant of God properly. Because spirit never grows. Okay, so there is a growth to a disciple as well. That doesn't mean that you won't have blessing. You will have more than enough. The blessing follow you, remember? Blessings follow you, overtake you, not we go chase after money. Money chase after you. That's when you have grown a bit more. Okay? A shoot will spring up from the stem of Jesse and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, Isaiah 11. So what is this? There's a meaning of the branch here, all right? Pruning the branch, which is interesting. The branch in Hebrew letter starts with a noon, which we are learning today. A noon, a, a, a zadi, a zayin, and a resh, okay? And that is Nazareth. No, sorry, the last one is a ta. okay? The last letter. So you can see, Christians, in the Hebrew, branch is this letter, and Christians in Hebrew is the same letter with a yud and a closed man. It is finished. <laughs> okay, the work of redeeming us is finished. But we are branches. So a branch cannot exist by itself, right? Can few ever have a branch? And then you take out, break out from the tree, <laughs> and then you put the branch there, and then it can grow fruit. So I don't have right. The branch has to be stuck to the attached to the vine. Jesus said, He is the vine, we are the branches. So means our life comes from him, our sustenance all come from him. Spiritual, material, financial, every area, as long as we are in him. That's why it says, without him, you can do nothing. So the noon has this uh, meaning of our life. All right? Comes from God. Also, meaning from his word. Always remember when it says, come from God, come from Jesus, is his word. 
Okay, it's not a sentimental God there. It is his word. Okay. All right. So noon has this meaning of seed. Okay. Like uh, uh, activity, life. It's like a seed. All right. This letter noon. Picture of a seed or a fish that is moving. It's alive. It means God gives life through his, the air, his seed, which was promised to earth. Yeshua, the promised seed providing light for us. Here we will understand more of this as we go along, right? That we might be fellow heirs with him. So the whole uh, noon is that we have new life, okay? Starting from seed form and the fish. Fish is alive, right? So the ending part. The noon from the word noon meaning propagate. So you have the letter noon and you have the word noon which is to increase or propagate. Just now we came uh, across it. Symbolized by the fish, which multiplies and multiplies. So a seed, like a fish, can multiply, right? Can give birth, right? Also the seed of man, right? We have seed planted inside us that can multiply. That's why there is a verse in the Bible that a nation, I think it's for Rebecca, right? <laughs> in the Bible, right? A, a nation is inside your womb. Okay, because when you have a seed, it can grow, it can multiply. The seed of God's word, okay, the seed of faith that we sow in our finances. Don't look at it as just one little $1 or $10 or $20. It's a seed that can produce, can multiply, can increase when we plant it properly, okay, in a good soil. So it, is, it can multiply and multiply innumerably in the life containing seeds. That is the noon. Okay, speaks of life, seed at its birth. Okay, so now I'll go to a bit of the words that start with the letter noon. Okay, so noon speaks of seed, speaks of life, speaks of humility, the humble, faithful servant, Jesus. Now, one of the, the words, main words for Noon that start with the letter noon is the word nefesh. Okay, you can see the noon there, and then the next letter you haven't learned yet is the pay, actually, which is about mouth works again, and then the shin. So nefesh is actually soul. When the Lord Genesis 2 7, the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. So the word soul here is from the three letters. And the first letter is nun. Okay. Then you have pei and shin. We will come to that soon. Shin, you all know a little bit more already. Okay. So that is the word nefesh, soul. So you understand the meaning? It comes like from the beginning, the seed. That is the soul that was sown. And this is the beginning of the new life. Noon. Okay. Now, it also, in Hebrew, they have another word. Nefesh is soul. Also, another word similar is neshama. Also starts with the letter noon. So you can see noon, shin, uh, mem, and hey. It means breath. It's sometimes used in place of nefesh, just now we saw, or ruach, which is your spirit, so spirit, soul. It derives from nasham, means to tan or blow 
Okay, that is the wind, the spirit of God. The wind or the breath of God come into man. That's why we become alive. The seed, you understand? So it, that is noon, the beginning of new life. That's what it means. So Proverbs 20, 27. Uh, this is interesting revelation. <laughs> the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly or the womb. So that spirit there in Hebrew is nishama. Correct? It's the breath or spirit of God. So that is the beginning of a new life. When we got born again, we have a new spirit. We have a new nefesh or neshama. All right? With the breath of God, we now breathe new life from the spirit. It's a lamb of the Lord. Okay? And this one is a revelation which he gave me. Later, I will show you. It is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profit, profit nothing, Jesus said. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So more and more through learning Hebrew letters, this verse, John 6, 63, which I meditate all the days of my life in the past, has become so much, 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 much more meaningful now. Right? It is the word, all right? It's a spirit, which is the neshama, okay? The beginning of the noon. The, so that quickens. It is not motivation from outside that quicken you. Then you feel excited. I want a million dollars after the, the motivator tell you what you can do with a million dollars and so forth, so forth. You get excited. That is the wisdom of the world, right? Wisdom of God is the spirit because we were all born spirit first. Right, and it's, it, the most important thing is where your spirit will go after that. So it's the spirit, the nishama, okay, that is the one that quicken you. So now we live in a spirit, soul, and body, okay, or our spirit live in the body. Which part of you is the one that quicken means excited? When you hear God's word, it's your spirit that is excited, right? So those people who are Christians, but their spirit almost like no, no, no breath already, <laughs> not breathing properly, suffocating, no food to eat, no water to drink, the spirit man, right? They are more excited when they go to a motivation, right? Telling them about oh, how much you can make and you know, what kind of life you can have. Yeah, that quickening is from there. But if you are born again and feeding your spirit man growing, it is your spirit that quickens you, that excites you now. Totally different. Okay? No more the carnal mind, no more the things of the world. Or no more need a, a man from the world to tell you, to quicken you or excite you. The flesh profit nothing. Jesus' words, huh? Okay? He said very clearly, the flesh profit nothing. He come from where? Heaven. He come from God's realm. And one day, we will all go there. They're telling us about God's realm and telling us that actually this world, the flesh, all right, everything from what we can do and gain from our flesh, our own self-effort, it will not profit. Zero. Zero profit. <laughs> so it doesn't make, now it doesn't align with what the world say, right? Or you go up. Everything is, you know, got profit and loss if you're accountant. <laughs> now it doesn't mean that. Okay, in the uh, that, that sense. But what it means that there has no more value 
to you, to us. Therefore, that's why when we say everything belongs to God, everything, whether physical or whatever, our time or the physical things that we have, is His. What do you mean by His? That means He can tell you what to do with it. He, God, Holy Spirit, now you open your ears can hear. Because if you don't understand this, it's not that God the one to tell us or speak to us. Okay, we have not really got this got this right yet. But when it is right already, that everything really belongs to him, it has this meaning. Now, who is the owner? <laughs> who is the owner of your life? Who is the owner? So this life thing can be very religious, right? Who is the owner of your car? Who is the owner of your 24 hours? Who is the owner of your money? Who is the owner of your clothes? Who is the owner of your food? If he is the owner, the owner has every right, right? To sell it, <laughs> to give it away. So, but you are just the custodian. You understand? So this is what it means. And then because anything, who on this planet Earth for 6,000 years, when they died, even the world knows this, can they take anything from this Earth to go with them? <laughs> but yet we live like that, right? <laughs> knowing this truth that will never change, that no one can take anything, but yet we hold on to it. Uh, can you see the lies and the, the world has already uh, got into our lives, right? That we don't know how to live this life, realizing that there's only one life, the eternal life that's worth living. And everything that we gain on this world, that's why Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he gain the whole world but loses his nefesh, his soul? Because at the end, it will end up in hell or there's no value. The words that I speak to you, what is valuable, what is really profitable for our spiritual life is his words. Yeah, Janice was telling me she Every day listen to the word, right? Whether it's meditation or whatever, it's the word of God to get rid of the mentality of the world, right? The words that I speak to you, see the treasure in the 22 alphabets is all about the word of God. This Bible, this book contains so much wealth, a wealth that is eternal. And we haven't, yet realize because we hardly go into it yeah in the past hopefully it's a thing of the past already <laughs> okay so it is your i speak to you okay which is the rhema or the spoken word quicken word okay so when you read the word you will have it's no more a word that put you to sleep okay but the holy spirit will quicken that means you get excited just the way you're excited when you hear about a good investment out there Oh, they can promise you, you know, uh, whatever, whatever. Then you get excited. That's not the spirit excitement, okay? Spirit is only, your newborn spirit is only excited from Holy Spirit and from God's word. So if you haven't experienced that yet, I hope you will. <laughs> okay, whether through listening to a sermon or reading the Bible for yourself. Right? And through devotion, some of you are learning how to get excited with God's word. 
or rather I always say it read the Bible it's as if God is talking to you yeah? okay learn how to see that behind the Bible is God the one that you say I am a Christian Jesus is my God okay but you never heard him talk anything to you in your entire life <laughs> okay so that means religion it's just a religion to you but if he is your lover your, your strength your source then you talk to him he talked to you that is the meaning of relationship that christianity is not a religion but a relationship and how does he talk to you he's not going to appear there and then give you a fright hello <laughs> okay he talks to you through his word that's the meaning of word 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 talk means word right got word come out one that's called talking i'm talking to rebecca i say some words to her i'm not close my mouth and then say mm, how to talk right you have words coming out so where does god's word come out from the bible right his word that is called god's word so where do we if you want to hear his word where do you go to the bible okay and jesus said my words are spirit nisha nifesh nish, nishama spirit they are life and they are life ka, ka, ka yim. all right in this uh hebrew uh jewish bible the ruach hakadosh actually is the holy spirit now you all know this word ruach is spirit but when you add in the word hakadosh it refers to holy spirit okay so you all can actually on and on you can check this version uh your uh this uh what is that Hebrew, uh, Jewish version is in the Bible app. Is that when what is which is making alive the basa, the flesh, does not profit anything, the divarim, the word of God, or the spoken word. Huh? In Greek, it is uh, Rema, which I've spoken to you as as spirit. So spirit for spirit, right? Food for your spirit man, and they are as kayim life. So when a person or Christian doesn't meditate God's word, doesn't you know enjoy God's word, doesn't put God's word in, what happened? His spirit is very, very weak, very stunted, not growing, just like a physical baby not having physical food. So I don't know how to remain, how to receive divine help. Don't know how to receive healing. Don't know what is faith. Don't know, you know, life miserable. Okay, don't know how to overcome. Yeah, so like Jemima that they share a testimony, right? The doctor said the man, the uh, what the, the test, the the one that tests the fever says it's 30, don't know how many degrees. That means got fever. Then she tells the doctor, I don't feel anything. <laughs> okay, so why? By his stripes and feel, right? So how does she come to that conclusion? Through the word. What the doctor say, what the machine say, and what God say. God's word say, she's not sick. She's healthy in Christ. Until the symptom cannot even appear. See, the more you put in God's word, not like a chanting, okay, but understanding what will happen. It will overrule. God's word will overrule what somebody else say that's against it, what the, the even the thermometer say. <laughs> who is more powerful god's word or the thermometer god's word 
But the thing is, we not yet believe. Okay, we not yet come to the place to believe that God's word is the final authority, the final number, the final form. Right? It is life is what brings you kaim or eternal life. This life is God's life, which is beyond the natural. So noon. All right, into the Psalms 119 now. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So just now in Nisham, we all are, mostly all of you know this verse. Just now we said Nisham, Nifesh, right? Your spirit, man's spirit is like a lamb, L-A-M-P, or candle of the Lord, means lamb in the Hebrew of the Lord, able to bring light to the other parts of the body. So let's uh, see if anyone can sh share what you understand by this verse, which is very familiar. Oh, you know, as uh, any, anything that you get from this verse, your word is a lamp to my feet. Now, this is the beginning of the letter noon. Okay, so teachers, uh, listen carefully. Uh, what this noon, because again about the word of God. Okay, but here it starts with, this eight verses, starting from the first verse here, Samsung 19105, especially related to the meaning of noon from God's word. Okay, anyone would like to share a little bit? What you understand by this? Okay, break into two parts. Your word is a lamb to my feet. Remember noon? Okay, as a seed, right? The beginning of new life. New life means not a new job, okay? New life means spiritual life, okay? So your word, God's word, all right, from the Bible. What Jesus said, what God said, is a lamb to my feet. So where is your feet standing? On the oh. ground. <laughs> yes, okay, on the ground. Why you need a lamb? So you don't stumble. No, you not yet walk, okay? You not yet walk. The first part, a lamb to my feet. Where are you, the feet standing out, of course, huh? The feet is standing on the ground. You know where you are standing. So, at the starting point, why you need a lamp? Given direction. So they can light. So it, so you can light the the path. So you can light the way. So okay. before we can move in the dark, if there is no light, we cannot see. So when there's a light, you can see everything. Okay, anyone else? Direction. Yeah, it's all that, but the standing part. Okay, just look at your feet. Imagine you're standing. Why you need a lamp? Because it's dark. If not, you cannot see. Actually, can see. Now everyone can see, isn't it? Physically, all can see, right? <laughs> Do you need a lamp? You need a lamp if you can see. You only need a lamp when it's nighttime, when everything is dark, there's no lights on in the natural. Why do you need a lamp? Oh, you can see what? Right now, do you need a lamp? Now it's daylight here. Only uh, 
Chinese is nighttime. The rest of us are daytime. You look at your feet. Can you see? Can you see or not where you're standing? <laughs> yeah, but it is physically can. Physically can. So noon, all right, it's like opening our eyes to see that in the spirit we are that we started in darkness. We actually no one can see. No one can see the spiritual realm. We are all blind. That's why we need the lamb. But if we look in the natural daytime, I can see more. Nighttime, maybe I need. But this is not about daytime or nighttime. This is about your spirit, your nefesh. Right? So what Noon is saying that when you start this new life in Christ, you actually in the dark. You have absolutely no idea of how to, what this life is all about. Blind. Dark. That, that's why we need the word, like a lamp, to brighten first that path, that the, 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 the place that we are standing. So we learn, okay, that okay, we stand as a righteousness of God, right? Righteousness is the standing, right? So before that, before knowing that this word, this one comes from where? It's not man's word that tell you, hey, Rebecca, you are righteous before God, right? What who tells you that? God, right? His word. It's his word that tells you that you are the righteous. That's your standing. Standing ability to stand in the presence of God and the devil without fear, without guilt, without shame, without impurity, and without condemnation. So, how do you know that? Where you are standing is from the word. You stand as a child of God. How do you know that? From the word. So, without the word, it is dark. We have no understanding. The standing also dark already. You don't know you are a child of God. You know you're standing your position. The position of a daughter, son of God. Yeah, that position also we don't know. That's what the noon is about. Yeah, God's word able to bring lights, understanding first to our standing in Christ. If we don't have God's word, we will born again and then still feel inferior, feel uh, you know, ashamed, feel not good enough, okay? Feel sick. No standing. The standing is your heel. That's your standing in Christ. But we don't even realize we are so blind. We are in darkness because we are deciding by physical five senses. I can see, Mom. I can see where I'm standing. I have a good position because I've got a lot of money. All from the world, world wisdom. I said, why, why do I need a lamb? Then why do I need God's word? Because we already know a lot of things. So Bible is telling us, Noon is telling us that we don't know anything in the spirit realm. We know nothing. Okay? Because we're only born from this world, educated by this world, five senses. But when we're born again, it's a whole new realm. We have, we came from complete darkness, pitch black. That's why we need a lamb now to show us where is our standing. Then where is the lamb from? It's not the physical lamb. 
is the word. Yes, the word. So can you see now how serious it is? Without the word as a lamb, we are in darkness. We may have been technically redeemed from darkness, but I have no idea. Still in darkness, still staying in the place of darkness when we don't have the word. Because you see, I'm still sick. I have the position of a sick person. When you have the word, the Bible tells you you are healed in Christ. I'm still poor based on what you have in the physical. And the Bible, if you don't have the word of God, now uh, Rebecca knows the word already, right? In 2 Corinthians 8, 9, right? You see the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that yet he, though he was poor, yet he became, although he was rich, yet he became poor, so that we through his poverty might become rich. If you have not this word, and then you won't know this truth that set you free and actually opened the way for understanding of your standing in Christ. So do we realize why we need the land? Yeah, otherwise you can just pass this scripture and like a verse that you always learn by heart, but don't know what it means. And don't realize that the word is the one that first will give you the light. So lamb speaks of the light, right? If you put oil inside. Uh. <laughs> so that's why even a lamb to burn, the word of God, right? Needs the oil of the Holy Spirit. That's what we learned uh, last few, uh, last weekend. Right? So you have a lamb, you don't know oil, also got no light. But you need oil. So when you go to God's word, you need the Holy Spirit to help you as the oil to bring forth the light that's called revelation. The Holy Spirit, open my eyes, spiritual eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of your word or law. Okay, this is in the King James Version. We need Holy Spirit, all right, to help us, enlighten us. And then from your standing, the lamb with the oil burning bright, become a light to my path. So that is where you know how to walk. But if you see this, in, so, so vital, noon, that word. But you say, I know how to walk, ma. I'm big already. <laughs> I know where to go. <laughs> okay, I get, uh, no more baby. Uh, I know which job to take, not job, what job not to do. I know how, you know, who to friend, those bad people I don't friend. This one I know. We think we know. We always think we know. Here, start from, we know nothing. <laughs> we actually know nothing except from his word. So can you imagine that the greatest map in the world is not the map to go to which place or to find treasure of the world, but it's the map from this Bible, from this word of God. That's what it means. I need this GPS. I need this word to guide me, to give me light. Because if we don't know we are in darkness, we will never bother about God's word. It's very, very important. We will think we can do it, well. we can manage. I know what to do with my life. We really don't know. This is what it means in this verse, the noon. Only the newborn depend on him. Just now I showed you, right? John 15. Without me, you can do nothing. And you are the branch. You need to be connected to the vine. So who tells us all this? The word. 
So if our spirit man still not quickened by this, cannot be, eh? <laughs> then we are still not yet entering into the spiritual life, the new life. Okay, still very ruled by senses life. Okay, sense life. So we have a path. And we think that we know this path because we walked before already. Oh, I know already. This path, if we need the lamb, we need God's word. That means this path, I never walked before. I need his eyes to lead me, which is his word. His word. See how important? You won't go somewhere in the physical if you don't know where you're going. You make sure you got a map if you're in a different country, or you make sure you got GPS. But why is it that when we walk this spiritual life, we don't go to the word? That's why we normally drop down from the cliff. <laughs> okay, and not here, not there. Okay, so we need the Holy Spirit, we need the word. It's so important. It's a new life altogether. This spiritual realm, please remember, we know nothing. And as we go to the word now, revelation, a little bit of light getting in. That's why we depend fully on this word. Truth shining light guides me in my choices and decisions, right? Walking in life is all about choices and decisions. And the revelation of the word makes my pathway clear. So if you see this in the natural, we don't actually need all this. Every day we make decisions, choices, big and small without God. But here is a total dependency knowing that your new birth, the new seed, the new life came from God. Therefore, this whole new life, so we've been learning about Dale, the doorway, ahead, the new beginning, the also a door, doorway to Jesus. Have you crossed that door before? <laughs> Never. And how do we enter this new realm? By the, 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 the things that are set in God's word, the directions that he guides us. How important is that, right? Choices and decisions rule our path right where we who we marry who we uh, uh what what job we take and all that big decisions in life what will give you the light and the clarity is the word of god the revelation of your word makes my path clear by your words i can see where i'm going so the rest are put in message version easier well, by your words, after you understand that one, by your words, by whose words, I can see where I'm going. Normally we say, by GPS, I can see where I'm going. <laughs> by the map of Singapore, I can see where I'm going. By the map of KL, I can see where I'm going. Or by my, uh, uh, whatever, my boss tell me where to go. My um, business boss tell me where to go or whatever. No. The one who is born from above, your new life, see where you're going is from God's word. See how much the spirit man depends on God's word and we are not feeding it. That's why it's so like blind, blind, you know, I got here, I got there. By your words, your words, God's word. I can see now. What is that? It's not talking in the natural realm. The psalmist is talking about the spiritual realm. Noom, the seed. That starts everything, the new life from God. And then now, 
can multiply, but give you the direction in life. The word. They throw a beam of light on my dark path. Exactly the same verse in message version. Begin to realize that actually our life is dark, even though we see the sunshine. Physically, we can see. But spiritually, dark. Until we hear God's word. Put in. Ah, teachings of God. Okay. I've committed myself. I'll never turn back from living by your righteous order. Everything's falling apart on me, God, but put me together again with your word. When we go through all the, the difficulties or challenges in life, sometimes at certain stages, it looks like everything is falling apart. But you have a spiritual life. You have God, which means who are going to put you together again? With what? Is it with ropes and uh, <laughs> with money or whatever put you back together? It is with your word. If we know how to come to God's word, or we understand that his word is that important, that can bring the mess, you know, clear the mess in our lives, when before we come to God, we will go to his word. Only God can clear the mess in our lives and bring it into a message of hope to people. What can put you together again? Don't try methods and ways. God's word. It's like all the solutions in life are inside the Bible. That's what it means. Okay? But noon has a meaning that it starts there. Okay? It's a, your new birth, the seed and the fish. Starting from your spirit man. Okay? Nefesh. So your whole Life now starts from your spirit man. That's why we, we do this building of the, developing of the spirit man. No need to develop the mind anymore. Overdevelop with it. <laughs> it become an enemy to your spirit. So the noon, the nefesh, right? It is the beginning of the spirit. The spirit of man is the lamb of the Lord. It's, that means the emphasis is on your spirit. For your spirit man to grow. Nefesh. Okay? And how can it grow? From the word. Adorn me with your finest sayings. Teach me your rules. The word will give you teaching. Right? So immediately, noon is born again from the spirit. Nefesh. Understand? It's about your spirit. Which the world totally, the devil try to block it. Develop your mind. Develop your senses. Feed it a lot of good food. Building the spirit, uh, building the body. Okay, go to learn and you know study as much as you can, building the mind. But now noon, this letter noon is telling us about this new life that begins with the seed from God's word. My life is as close as my own hands. I don't forget what you have revealed. So this may sound like very ordinary if you just read the Bible like that. Okay, but with the understanding these eight verses point to God's word, same like all the other verses, point to God's word as the main light in our life. In the what life? The spirit man. The number one most important part of you when you got born again. That's why my emphasis is developing the spirit man, the hidden man of the heart. The, the wicked do their best to throw me off track, but I don't swerve an inch from whose cause? Your cause. Your God is real. <laughs> okay? It's not a religion. He's interested in 
your life, everyday life, the course that you take, which course, even study course or whatever path that you want to take. And it comes from revelation from his word. I inherited, <laughs> this is interesting in the message. What did you inherit? You inherit a book only. Uh, that everybody will say, I don't want to uh, yeah, Grandpa, you want to die already. Uh, what you give? I give you a Bible. And he's a hi, oh, you give me a Bible for what? Eh? I want a million dollars. Uh, I want your house, uh, your car, your inheritance. But the greatest inheritance, because it, everything can pass away, right? This book is, I inherited, Sami says, I inherited your book on living. It's about life, okay? New life, noon, noon. So you get it? On living, living every area of your life. Have you found that book? <laughs> yeah, it's the Bible. The Bible that all of you have. Whether in the phone or the physical one. It's going to teach you, it's God's word, going to teach you everything about living. Living what? Living his life, the supernatural life, the heavenly life on this earth. He will give you direction. He will give you instruction. He will give you correction. Doctrine, right beliefs on your standing, where you stand. The word is a lamp unto my feet, which is full of darkness. You have inherited the most valuable book in this planet. Money cannot buy. Wisdom that you look for in all the wise men of this world who make a lot of dollars, we all go for uh, whose book? The richest man, if you write a book, everybody will buy the book <laughs> because everybody wants how to become rich. But it's not about how to become rich. It's how to live the abundant life of joy, peace, rest, not only when we go to heaven on this earth. It comes from the living book, the Bible. It's mine forever. Is it yours? Have you seen God's word as yours? God speaking to you? Or is it still somewhere outside there? That only got problem when you go to the word of God. <laughs> okay? This is how Precious, that's why earlier verses and all that about the other alphabets, you say, I treasure your, your word more than my choices, food, and all that. Every letter is now unveiling, okay? The spiritual realm. All the 22 alphabets are about God's realm that we can live now while we are living inside this body. That we means your new spirit. Man, how happy, what a gift. How happy it makes me when I was younger. Not to boast or anything. It's nothing to boast, right? Most people don't really treasure a book. I will go a Bible, beginning no money as a student, buy whatever I can, you know, for people give me hardcover or that. Or oh, once I work already, I enter the bookshop, I go and look at all the leather cover ones. <sighs> and as go up, because that time, 40 years ago, $100 is very expensive. You know, my pay only. 300 plus, <laughs> so cannot afford $100. $100, 100 ringgit is the, the nice cover one, the leather trim one, and I love those, a little bit golden, but it's so expensive. So wait first, save, 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 all right? Of course, do the tidying, everything, then the rest, save. Don't buy so many other things. 
to go to the bookshop, I would be spending quite some time at the Bible section. <laughs> Not because I like just the book, the Word of God. You know, I love it, the smell. And also, after that, the words. Of course, you read the Bible. Uh -huh. It's the most precious possession I have on this earth, the Word of God. So I want it in the best quality. But of course, do, do, do until everything. As you read more, it tears up. And you sell up and take and build it. But it's the word of God, your treasure. That's why God gave me the name Deborah. <laughs> Dawa is inside that word. The word of God gives life, gives hope, gives everything. Teach me how to live this, his life on this planet. A gift. But after a while, you won't, don't want to change Bible already. Right? Because you have written in all the things that God speak to you, what date and all that. That's how I teach you how to mark your Bible. Right? The, the phone Bible is good because at night can read. Other than that, I still prefer the physical, physical Bible. The Word of God is alive. I can count. It makes me, how happy it makes me. Does the Word, when you go to the Word, do you feel happy or Oh, Pastor Stephanie asked me to go read Bible. <laughs> Ayyo. <laughs> like a dread like that. Okay. Then read a uh, love story book. Okay. Very excited. Yeah, I don't know what you like. Okay. But it's not wrong. That's not wrong. Right. But when you when the word of God becomes life to you, when you see that it is like water that you cannot live with three days without drinking water, you're already almost three quarter dead, I think, die already. Can, naturally, cannot more than three days without water. But we can, spirit man, three days don't drink uh, water of word also can. See how your poor spirit man, you're all treating the spirit man. <laughs> so kasyang, right? No, no eat, no food, no drink. That's why it becomes so weak. All right, ruled by the five senses. When you treasure it, okay? Because it is like your book for your new life, noon starting this new life. I concentrate on doing exactly what you say, but we concentrate on doing exactly what, I don't know, who is most important in your life. That person say, it's like, okay, you say this, I do this. But we need to, to do what God say from his word. That will give you the greatest joy and meaning in your life, what your spiritual part. Okay, I always have and always will. I have determined in my heart Okay, to obey whatever you say fully and forever. So it's very simple. God tell me this, uh, I was sharing with the others, right? This, when I read the Bible, is what God says. So God say this, I just do all because he is God. I see it's like his handwriting. He wrote it, a letter to me to tell me about life. And I just follow Okay, so feel uh mem. You see the mem there, the open mem, then you see the noon and you see the dalet. All right, it's about when you have the word of God and a new life coming from it, we are receiving life from God's word. Although we are living in this world, the dalet, we become fearless. We're not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid of what men say or what people say because the most important thing is what God say. Yeah, the new, the noon there. Be fearless in the pursuit of what's set 
although this is a statement from somewhere, I think it's 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 a it's a it's a nice uh, it's a good phrase. In the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire, right? Nefesh is our soul. So when we have this nefesh, new life from our soul, the breath of God comes in, then you're on fire. We're going through the Holy Spirit power feast and even every physical meeting. All right. We need the Holy Spirit. So you all get you all were on fire, right? When the Holy Spirit touched you. So to follow these things, be fearless because there will be persecution. There will be people who say, why are you spending so much time on God's word? Why are you spending so much, you know, in the word of God? Why? Because it's the greatest treasure. Teaches me about my life. The supernatural, wonderful life. So even we go through trials and all that, challenges, we are not afraid. This is what you pursue. Other people pursue their things, their passion. They don't care what other people say. But why we want to follow our passion to serve the Lord or to seek Him and we are scared of what people say. It's something that set your soul on fire. Be fearless. All right. And then uh, last two weeks, the last week of what we learned about, again, noon is the Nisha. See, noon starts the word Nefesh, Nashama, spirit and soul. It also begins the letter, begins the word of an eagle. Eagle is a spirit animal. The world says so, right? Actually, it comes from here. Because Nisha, Nisha, Nishama is spirit or soul. It's not the mind or the body. So this animal or this bird, eagle, has the letter Nun as the beginning. When the and that means it's more dominant. When a letter appears in the beginning of a Hebrew word, it means that meaning is the most dominant. Okay, so but it has a full meaning: a nun, a shin, and a rash. The king of all birds and looking to Jesus as our king. So I talked a bit about uh, eagle, right? Last weekend, the shin, the fire, the fire one. You mean that bone's got no fire, right? The fire now being restored. The fire, the passion in Rebecca, the fire of God now coming out. No more half dead. Okay? There's a passion there. There's a fire there. Don't let anyone put out that fire. Right? The fire is from your spirit man. The Nisha is the animal from Nishima, spirit animal, not the other birds. Okay? White eagle, because Jesus has the face of an eagle, all right? Depicted as the eagle too. So this is the fire burning all our old man desires, the flesh. Because when this noon starts, the spirit, you build the spirit, you're very powerful. Isn't the eagle very powerful, but very king of the air, right? But it starts with a letter in the Hebrew, it starts with the letter noon. Okay, which is the spirit. The new life comes from the spiritual part. So if you rebuild our spirit, man, if we pursue that which puts our soul or spirit on fire, we become a powerful being on this earth. Jesus as the head, and you've got fire inside you. Fire, right, in everything you do. Let your spirit soar. Why, why the eagle? Because that speaks of a spirit being why we, we liken ourselves to eagle 
And we really can because you're born again from the spirit. The world tries to adopt it, all the characteristic of the eagle to make you a successful person. But the spirit man not born again. We are just building the mind to build the strength. Here, you really have already the spirit of Nishama or Nifesh that has been born again from above. And the word of God will be the light to show you how to fly, how to soar. Because this is our destiny, right? We can soar like eagles, soar over situations in life. We are overcomers. We can, we are vision, visionaries in the Lord, prophetic. All of us can prophesy. Our prophets can see far according to his word. There is a prophetic fire in everyone's life. Sons and daughters shall prophesy when the Holy Spirit is being poured out. From where do you prophesy? From your spirit. The nefesh, from the shama. Okay? Then, after that, you are powerful. You can go and catch souls. <laughs> okay? The power inside you to save souls. It's not easy saving souls. They are under the clutches of the Satan. Right? They, he wants to hold on to them. So, it needs a powerful spirit to go and take someone from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light snatch them right and that's the ego right from far he can see the soul and then he's got claws powerful and catch the fish that is under the water until save many many souls so that is life so fish also a, 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 a little picture of noon okay and this one is elijah and elisha <laughs> the last picture. Elijah is still here. Ah, Elijah, Elijah catching fish. Okay, souls, lives. All right, all from growing the spirit man through the word of God. You'll be powerful. All right, noon. This is a, a, a write up, and I think it's very good. The result of mem jumps out from mem. Noon. So remember in the alphabet order, you have. Uh, mem and then noon, right? So mem is God's word and then noon jump out from mem. So the word is the one that gave birth to you, the seed, right? Give birth to us spiritually, right? We were born of the living seed, the living word of God. So from mem, which is basically main one, speak about the word of God, the living word of God. Then the next letter that comes, it's very interesting. If we go one round, there's still so much to, to, to learn. Right? Why one letter is before another letter? Why one letter is after another letter? All got meaning, right? So the result of men, men, which is result of God's word, filling yourself with God's word and all that, now comes noon. Quickly sprout, sprout or spring up. So there's coming up, new life coming up, okay? From the word of God inside you, the new birth. Then you have impartation. You are lively. No more dead bones or dry bones. Lively, the blessing. You have received blessing with joy. Okay? And then, no. And here, the, the caption is, the blessing or the curse depends on your choice. <laughs> but now, you, it's up to you. Right? If you build this new man, this new noon, all right? A new, a new seed that burping forth. That's the meaning of it. This 10 person, humble to learn from God and grow. You can experience blessing in your whole life right those of you meditating on god's word not more blessing and more blessing coming you didn't even go for the blessing the blessing follow you come after you right uh, janice in us 
still can get uh, uh, sale in Malaysia. <laughs> Who do for her? Miracle. God do for her. Right? Jesus, word of God say what? My blessings pursue you. All she need is to keep on hearing God's word. But if we don't put build our spirit man, then we live under curse. We don't even know it's a curse. So that is a, a good choice, all right, to build your spirit man. All right, daily hear the word of God. Noon is a birthing, right? A new birth. New. The, the, the broad form is like an infant. It must latch on to the source. Remember the branch? Also uh, start from the letter noon, Nazareth. It's like you now, your infant, you're born already, you need your to be attached to your source. If God is your source, how does he grow us? Through the word or a sprout that must remain attached to its root. Okay, this is the last slide because it's going to link to another word which is very exciting. The next alphabet that we are going to go into is the word Samak. Okay, next week. Now, Samak is like a close circle. So, the word miracle in Hebrew is Nes, which is only made of two, made up of two Hebrew letters, which is a Nun and a Samak. And they are following each other. So, after the Mem, representing, after Lamak, right? Teaching, learning, Basically, from God, from Holy Spirit above, looking up, not down. All right. After we go down, die with Jesus, raise up. Then you put your whole self into God's word. Let God's word fill you, which is the mem. Then you have the noon now. The new birth come out, spring up. Each time you meditate God's word, new life is coming out. All right. Whether in your body, new health, everything is coming out. And then the next letter is the samak. So noon. Plus, sub noon, also speaking of the bent over person, we humble ourselves, okay, the faithful one, plus the samet. Samet is actually about the, the, the protection of God, the surrounding. God surrounds us with his favor. That's why favor is coming after you, blessing is coming after you, protection is on you, like on Jemima, right? Blessing every area. The Lord's encompassing support, which is the next letter that we are learning. Okay, the summit, all round one. Round means totally round, no circle. You cannot come out of it. Encircling you is our God. Okay, through his word, you will understand that. And then when this happens, when we are living on the faithfulness of God, faithful in humbling ourselves to learn his word, and obey his word, you know, together with the next letter becomes what happened? Miracles happening in your life. Supernatural things happening in your life. Miracle, that's the word miracle. A noon and a summit. Awesome. That's the life, that the race that we are living. No more you that live. Miracles, not only just healing and financial, a miracle of souls getting saved, around you, through you, miracle of you overcoming all the fears already, right? Miracle of no more uh, on yourself. Yeah, overcoming this life. Giving your whole life to Jesus. No more fears. This miracle, and the last one, so we will. Noon is also about miracles. Yeah, Jesus, 
the five loaves and three fishes. Yeah, fishes speak of noom, right? Miracle, multiplication. Well, when you understand this uh, new life from his word, miracles are going to happen in your life. You cannot run away from it because God's word is not normal. <laughs> the normal word from your doctor says you are sick. God's word says you are healed. Isn't that a miracle already? Yeah, so it's all supernatural if you will go into the source of our new birth. All right, the word of God. And then, amen, the word amen or amen starts with LF, we went through before. It has the word mem inside, right? The water of life, God's word. And then it ends with our noon, <laughs> right? That means what? And it is what noon, which noon? The final form or what? This noon. It's the final form, right? It's not the first one. The first one is the pen one. So amen ends with a noon. It has a, uh, uh, as a noon there. It is the final form. It's also the number 50, Gamatria, which is not about Jubilee. It's saying that when we say amen, in that word amen, it means it is finished. <laughs> it is done. Whatever you amen to, it is done. If you say uh, I pray for you and say, by his stripes, you are healed. And you say, amen. It is done. It is done. It is finished. The final form, 50 and 50 is the year of, is the number for jubilee. Freedom. You're free already from that sickness, free from that uh, sorrow, free from whatever it is that we are suffering from. That's how powerful. A, our life is inside the picture. The source of everything, of the promises. Ma'am, the water of this word, we are agreeing to what his word say, not what other people say. God's word say, then that's why we say amen. And then noon, done. <laughs> Close noon. You're upright. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. Therefore, you have every right to receive that blessing or that promise in your life. So, amen. <laughs> Finish. <laughs> it is finished. Okay? God. Understanding more on this wonderful letter, noon. Yeah, listen, you can get the revelation. So now, the word of God is so amazing. I love this miracle, noon, and this one. And the next letter, submit. Don't miss the letter, submit. Actually, all the letters are so powerful. All the supernatural energy and revelation and meaning, and all is inside, hidden inside. Hebrew letters in God's word. Okay, amen. We will stop here. <laughs> okay, it is done. You have now become the upright noon, right? Because the beginning is the bad one, the humble servant, the faithful servant, listening to God's word. And wherever it ends at the end of a word, that's it. You are the righteousness of God by Jesus Christ. Amen. Receive that miracle in your life. Whatever you need. God said it is Jesus already done. Remember the first 12 letters. It's about our rescue. And now we are living the race. How do we live this race? From knowing God's word. Knowing that all is darkness until his word will bring the light. Praise the Lord. Yes. Janice, you still here? You haven't sleep yet? 